That should do it. Oh, look at that. I was on the right ear. There you go. The one that I was hiding from everything. The one I don't want anyone to hear. <laughs> yes. Okay. That sounds much better. Good. I don't want to hear my voice, but I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the No Budget Filmmaking Podcast, presented by Cinema Summit, a podcast about the art of making films, no matter how small the budget. And now, here are your hosts, Alex Dark and Trevor L. Nelson. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 37 of the No Budget Filmmaking Podcast. I'm Alex Dark. And I am Trevor L. Nelson. And today we're going to be talking about the anatomy and planning out step-by-step your first short. Oh, oh. Or, or just your next short. Your next short, but for those people who don't have never done a short, we're well, going to you know just let you know now how to do it. Yeah. Uh, but first, what are we drinking, Alex? Uh, we have a little bit of Miller Lite. Oh, today. we're going. We're switching the beer up. Yeah, switch we're it up. Switching the beer up. I thought about getting the same kind. Curse. 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 Uh, but then I didn't. So that was my decision <laughs> process. <laughs> was gonna. Didn't. Next. <laughs> Um, yes. I almost I almost got Modelo as well, but it was oh. like it was uh, much more expensive. Why? Why I Modelo? Know. I don't know. I don't even think it's even imported from Mexico, is it? Uh, probably not. I mean, it's probably made in America with the secret Modelo recipe, which yeah. is salsa and it's made jalapenos, out of corn, <laughs> maize. I believe they call That's it. Right. That's what it was. <laughs> That's why it's more expensive. It's hard uh, to find blue in corn. The maize. <laughs> oh, stop! Stop, please. That's the worst. <laughs> I kind of hate you even more now. Um, okay, so first off, what's new with us? Yeah, what that? is new? Well, we are shooting our uh, our pilot this weekend on a yes. show that we're producing as well as uh, doing all the production work on. Yes, indeed. Um, so uh, that shoots this weekend. It's not the fir- It's not the only shooting we're going to be doing for this pilot episode, but it is the first. I believe start. it's the majority of it. You think? Because they had other guests, a lot more guests that they wanted to get. This is like the family. I know, but I thought, maybe not. I thought he was trying to convince everyone that he could to come today or this weekend. Yeah, but I mean, I think he wants John Forrest and stuff like that and all that. Which, yeah, so. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, who knows? Who knows how much we're going to be shooting this weekend, but we're shooting all weekend down in Tustin, California. And if you people don't know where that is, neither do we. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's no. Tustin. Tustin. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. yeah. It, so- it sounds nice. I bet it sounds like they have good pizza there. No, I've been to Tustin once. Oh, uh, you have? Yeah. It's just like the OC. It's, it's uh, just OC. P- I'm not saying the pizza's bad. Just don't get your hopes up too much, man. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're shooting that this weekend, then we're going to edit it and get it a little sizzle going and try and give it out to some distributors and hopefully get the rest of the episodes. I think, uh, how many do they have planned? T- 10 to 12? Yeah, something like that, 12. Um, get the rest of those shot and like uh, put online for your viewing pleasure. We don't know what for, uh, platform it's going to be on or if it's even going to be on a platform or if it's ever going to get picked up. But yeah, it's here's uh, open. Yeah, it's all up in the air. But like any good pilot it is funded for the pilot so hey we'll shoot that yep see how and that goes see how it goes yep 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 uh let's see what, what else, else is new well our su- our super secret top secret deal fell through and of course it's because we talked about it we didn't want to j- why did we even talk about I it i think i brought it, it up we jinxed it uh, we jinxed it um do we say what it is i think we already talked about it i think 
because I mean, we talked about yeah we did okay it's basically it's not even I mean who cares basically we were <laughs> it's never to, happening now we're so. trying to do a deal for a um, TV studio yeah. out in Pennsylvania yep uh, wherein the owner of said studio would invest in a film by um, giving us the studio. Yes, and we had a movie that we had originally planned at a much larger scale. We were able to tone it down a little bit and keep it into one main location, which would have been the TV studio. Mm-hmm. And we were all set to go, and he seemed excited. And, and then I, I don't know what happened. I, I, I'm not placing blame here, Yeah, but I think it had something to do with the wife. The wife yeah. kind of... Probably. I mean, the I last thought, two deals that we tried to swing was exnade by the wife. Yeah, and uh, it's because we, f- we end up finding people that are like us who are like, "Oh, this sounds cool. Like, I'm going to take a this. chance." Yeah, it seems fun. And then, and then the wives <laughs> are way more reasonable and like, no, not reasonable. Reasonable yeah. would mean they did it. The wives are more like rational. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. The wives are like, wait a second here. You're going to give them this for free in the idea that in two years they may pay you back the money that it is worth? <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, the terms were much more advantageous than that for him. Yes, it's true. It was just a matter of time that yeah. was in question, you know, how much time it was going to take. But um, anyway, I think... You know, not giving up just yet. Yeah. I mean, it. it was found on eBay. It didn't sell on eBay. Alex hit up the guy, and he seemed interested. Now, here's the deal. Um, it's back up on eBay. I doubt yeah. it's going to sell. Yeah. The problem is is that he's selling this TV station and five acres that the TV station sits on, but not selling the satellite dish that's on a tower next to the station. Because I believe what yeah. he wants to do is he still wants to be able to broadcast from that tower. Yeah. And so... For a lot of people, it doesn't seem that it uh, is a good deal because if they want to broadcast out of there, they can't. Um, right, which makes it perfect for us because yeah. we don't care about broadcasting. No, exactly. Now, here's the other thing. He said that he has the local band wants to rent it for $35,000 a year. Yeah. So it would be one of those things like, well, why doesn't he just do that? I think Wifey wants the money now. Yeah, they always do. <laughs> they always do. Um, As made evident by our other deals yes. where the same thing happened. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, so anyway, there's that. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so that didn't happen. We'll continue but... to try to make um, crazy deals happen in the future, yes. and we'll tell you all about them probably way before we should, yes. uh, because they hap- they end up uh, working out, I would say, maybe 2% of the time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 2%. You know, with 2%, I would say a half a percent <laughs> of all the deals we've ever tried to swing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. There's a couple that did work out, which is which is the uh, yeah. which is the mystery ones. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, I don't know if we ever talked about this officially on the, 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 the podcast. Yeah. We're working on a project. This is the brainchild of Alex, and it seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, Film Financer. Yes. It's a website where we're trying to connect filmmakers who have pretty much either a completely packaged film. Yeah. So like actors attached, finished script, P and A, uh, you know, full line budget, um, 
uh, the whole distribution figured out, not figured out, but like what they want to do with it, a clear vision on their distribution, um, or people who are looking for uh, gap funding um, for their movie and connect mm-hmm. them with investors. Um, private private, private investors. investors. Yeah, people who may have money but don't know how to get into the movie game, cause, but they've always wanted to. People who want to take advantage of Section 181. Yep. Um, and people who just have some expendable cash that they want yeah. to uh, throw into a movie because hey, movies are fun, right? Movies are fun, and you know it's the, the price point goes from starting at a thousand dollars to give to a movie all the way up to over a million, um, and so we're starting that and trying to connect, uh, you know, people with. Uh, Filmmakers with investors and investors with filmmakers. Um, so if you're interested in that kind of thing, if you're a filmmaker out there, head on over to filmfinancer.com. Um, yeah. Or if you happen to know people who might be interested in investing, send them that way as well. Yeah. So we're, we're working on that. Uh, we've gotten some good uh, people on it so far. Uh, we're just working on the plan of launching it to the public. Yeah. Um, so those Very uh, surprised at how uh, good the response has been yeah. thus far. Yeah. We have... We have almost, we're just inching towards $4 million in um, supposed yeah. um, investment potential, which yep. is cool. Yep. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's uh, hopeful for us. We're hoping that we can take advantage of that as well as other filmmakers out there that don't really have a, have a way to get funding. So, um, yeah, go over there. Check it out, see what you think, um, and we'll we'll keep building it out, trying to figure out the best way to connect people. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, there may be some type of animal in our kitchen, um, probably a mouse and or a giant hissing cockroach. Not sure. No, yeah, not sure. I hope it's not a giant hissing cockroach because... Those are native... Yeah, those are native to like South America. Cairo. Yeah. <laughs> so if that happens, then that means we're all in the hell. Um, uh, you know, it's one of those things where we've found a dead mouse in in our in our building before. Yes, right on my desk. Right on Alex's desk. I got a nice picture of that. Um, and we heard noises th- thrice. So I did some dishes today. <laughs> yes, thrice. <laughs> did some dishes today. Cleaning up some foodstuffs. They're in the drying rack. All of a sudden, a shift, a shift afoot, and we yeah. run in there and we check all the cabinets and everything, and nothing. Yeah. Then we come back out. Come back out, and you know we're thinking, okay, maybe the dishes that I washed just shifted a little, just yeah. re, re, you know, kind of shimmied in there, got into place. Well, actually, what happened is we heard the dis- the dishes shift, and we were like, huh, that's weird, but we just thought, you know, they just shifted. You know, position because of gravity. Yeah. Uh, and then we heard a little scuttling, I would call it. I'll give you a scuttle. And, scuttle good. And, scuttle and then good. we went in, checked it out, didn't find anything, came back out. And then we heard another shifting. Oof. Another separate shifting incident that uh, cannot be explained nor denied. <laughs> Nor want to be explained almost. We <laughs> reluctantly went in there, shuffled around some things. Started poking things, knocking and things around. Yeah, that was just not... I mean, I'm not afraid of mice, but I just always have envisioned uh, that why I'm looking for one, it just attacks my face. just goes right for the nose. Yeah, or, um, or we mistakenly think that we're dealing with a mouse when in fact there's a raccoon in there. That would be bad. <laughs> that would be the worst thing. Like, how hilarious would that be if... Um, 
like you're expecting a mouse and just a giant raccoon attacks you. Yeah. Because those things are vicious. Yeah. Um, and our luck would be we do have a raccoon in here and he just wants blood. Yeah. Um, because yeah. we haven't been leaving out the good treats lately. Nope. Um, and been throwing away our garbage. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll keep you posted on that. Maybe we'll have a new mascot in the studio and Maybe. his name will be Scruffles. Scruffles. Stevie Scruffles. <laughs> Stevie Scruffles. The rat slash raccoon. The <laughs> raccoon. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. All right. So, time to get into the topic at hand. And that is um, the basically the anatomy of a short filming a short you want to film a short maybe your first short maybe you're doing another one you want to make it a little bit leaner and cleaner um we talk about this because we are in the process of we're gonna do two shorts yes um and as we get on later we'll tell you why we're doing two shorts um but um uh for those people who've never shot a short or just getting into filmmaking right now or want to shoot a short for a cheap amount of money don't listen to our advice because we have no idea what we're talking about. Just kidding. JK, JK, JK. Uh, listen to this. Listen to this episode. It'll be great. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll I'll let Alex talk about what we're planning for our short. Yeah, so well, I'm not going to go into uh, the stories yeah. just yet because... So you don't steal uh, assholes. Well, well, because they're not fully developed, I would say... we have no idea what we're going to shoot a short on. No, we have two <laughs> ideas. Yep, they're they're fully formed ideas. Yep. Uh, they're just not like outlined into, you know, complete stories. I don't think. Um, no. So, Ooh, the plan, me. Yanni, 2019, year of laser focus. Laser focus. Pew, 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 pew. I wish we had that sound effect effects <laughs> board. Pew, pew, pew. Laser, laser, laser. We focus. wanted to um, do at least one short. Yep. Um, that is what we what we classify as a real short. Yes, and I say that because we've done in the past several shorts that are uh, sort of the weekend warrior type thing. Yeah, you know, just doing it over like a day Warriors or two. Generous. Yeah, with like minimal planning. Um, yep. Type of thing and just sort of like running around with our friends, which is great. I we've love, talked about love it. doing that. We even did a short where me and Alex were basically the only two actors there. Yeah. Um, as fun. well as running, running camera and all that stuff. Um, super fun. fun. Fun stuff. Uh, but this time we want to do it um, very well. Yep. To the best of our abilities, I yep. would say. Mm-hmm. Um, because ultimately I think the main reason we want to do it is to um, sort of be a stepping stone to a feature. Yep. Um, and also to potentially like um, show for any other opportunities that may come up, you know, whether it's, you know, other uh, shorts, digital content, you know, just like having something on in our possession that we can be like, hey, look what we did. It looks really good. It's awesome. It's won maybe some festivals and awards and things. Yeah. Um, and have that, you know, because right now. We've been stuck, I would say, in the world of lifestyle television for the past five five, six years, Um, which has been great, you know, working for Larry King, William Shatner, uh, Jesse Ventura, all these Mm -hmm. interesting people. Yeah, it's not bad. Shooting talk shows, cooking shows, TV shows, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's been good. 
But we're ready to sort of sink our teeth into some good narrative stuff yeah. and move forward in that direction. So we think the shorts are the way to go. We talked in the past about how my previous thought process on shorts was pretty negative. Um, I didn't used to like shorts. We had a whole we had a whole, we had a whole uh, podcast, podcast that. about that. Yeah, so you can listen to that if you want to hear yep. why we've changed our mind in that regard. Um, and so now, 2019, the year of laser focus. Laser. We are getting ready to actually start doing this. So we figured yeah. we'd uh, sort of break it down, show you our timeline, how we're planning on tackling the uh the task and go from there yeah um as you probably have heard on a lot of our what's new we have tons of projects going at once we have tons of ideas and i don't mean just movie ideas i don't mean short ideas i don't mean narrative ideas i mean just tons of ideas we have a lot of ideas yeah um and we tend to i'm an idea person i'm a thinker (laughs) not a doer not a doer a thinker um, <laughs> I wish that could be someone's job. That'd be great. I think it is probably. I, I want that job. Yeah. I want to be a thinker for, for a living. <laughs> <laughs> now you're now you're a thinker. Good. Um, so we decided with our laser focus of 2019, laser, pew, laser, pew, laser, pew, laser, pew, laser pew, that uh, we're going to really narrow down what we want to do. So that's why we're focusing on film financer and we're f- focusing on shooting stuff rather than th- you know thinking up things and then they take over three months of our time then we push them to the wayside because we realize it's not going to work yeah so things like things like a, a studio in pennsylvania <sighs> but that, we, you know that would have been making a feature which is I part know. of it but know, yeah but it's one of those things it's one of those things where it's a distraction distraction no distractions no distraction 2019 laser focus laser laser <laughs> laser laser oh that's gonna get really annoying fast but i'm gonna keep They've doing already it. yeah become very yeah. annoyed with that exactly okay so of course with anything that you do any project the first step is the script yes um, now so we already have ideas yep. because I mean we're not doing men. because we're not doers. Gosh, we are like, thinkers. I feel like um, like uh, <laughs> there will be blood. I know. I'm an idea man. <laughs> um, well done, James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you call? I was going to say we have a tendency to uh, come up with a lot. Like we don't have really a shortage of of ideas no. for movies Mm-mm. or projects. Nope. Because uh, we're constantly coming up with things and we write them down. Yep. And we have like an ongoing list that we've compiled of, I don't know, probably like thirty. Yeah. Sometimes we don't remember which one is. Yeah. We have one. Yeah. We have one script that we just have a, a single word title, and we have no idea. Neither of us remember what it was. Because we all before- and. and each one of us thinks the other person is responsible yes. for it. Yes, because which is totally—it's Trevor's. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not. Uh, <laughs> one part about being accountability buddies is that we tell each other our ideas and then we write it down, thinking that both of us hearing the idea or speaking the idea will help us remember the idea. Yeah, not in the case of this one, but we'll figure it out at some point. It's really the only one, though. Yeah, I that's think, true. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a well, yeah. It's the only one. Yeah. So. um so we have these ideas, and now what you're going to run into is that when you're doing a short that, you know, there's not much money to be made from a short. Right. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of money you could put into a short, we know from experience. Yeah. But you got to really have a great script. 
really tight, really gets your message across, really gets the characters built in a short amount of time. Because you again, you don't have a lot of time. So you don't have, you know, ninety pages, hundred and twenty pages to to do character development and stuff yeah. like that. And you don't want it to be a, like what we want to make sure that our shorts are not are a little expose. Like you know, like a little snippet of a of a full idea. We want them to be a fully realized story in fifteen to twenty minutes. Yep. That maybe down the line we could make into a feature, but the short should stand on its own. Yes, one hundred percent. And also, we we don't want it to be um, ninety minutes worth of stuff tried to jam into fifteen minutes. Yeah, know? yeah. So um, you so really got to spend. Like, you end up like doing a lot of stuff in dialogue in those scenarios. I feel like. When you're trying to jam a ton of info, like 90 minutes of info into like 15 minutes, you just start explaining stuff in dialogue. And that's, you know, not what we want. At the same time, we don't want it to be um, limited by by it being a short, you know. We don't want it to be a feature idea that we're limiting by making it 15 minutes. It has to be its own thing. Yeah. Um, You know, with any good short... Especially if it's well written and it's well planned out, well directed, well acted, well edited, it can turn into a feature. I mean, there are tons of shorts, especially horror films, that can turn into a feature that are pretty good. Um, but, like Alex said, standalone. So we gotta. You, you, you when you're doing a short, you really should spend a lot of time working on the script. Make sure it's toit, yep, um, and uh, well written. Yep, and 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 go from there. So we're we're working on the script part now. We're gonna outline our. Uh, Alex is taking one of the shorts. I'm taking the other one. We're going to outline it and then compare notes um, and go from there. And kind of then once we get the outline to both our satisfactions for both shorts, then we'll probably write it. Um, Yeah. Maybe what we should do is we should – I'll do the outline for one and then you write the script for that one. So we switch it up. Maybe. Maybe. However, Uh I am uh, perhaps a step ahead of you in that – my script's already done. That's true. We this because was- I wrote I wrote a script for this idea um, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and now that I look at it, uh, it makes me want to puke. So I have to redo it. You know, like many things, like you know, art. When you revisit, you're like, oh god, what was I thinking? Oh man, ain't that the um, truth? So now. My taste has changed. changed. Okay, uh, the idea has evolved. Yeah, so it has to be redone, but it's not a full, full redo. It's not, not a full, a full tear down. I don't think. Okay, well, well, it might be. Who knows? Yeah. So Alex is a little ahead of me, but we'll work through that, and I'll figure it out. But um, but that's not a bad idea. We could do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, unless yours doesn't need a complete tear down. If that's the case, we'll save some time, and we'll we'll just. You know, we work on your script. Um, But yeah, so uh, we're working on the script. And I think, you know, it's funny because we are laser focused. Laser, 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 laser Um, this year. But at the same time, we still got to make some money. So, you know, like this pilot, you know, it's a cool idea. Um, it's not exactly what we want to be doing right now because we do have our our shorts that we want to work on. So the timeline's kind of hard to judge because we're going to have to shoot this pilot. We're going to have to edit it. It's a 42, 44-minute 
uh, episode. Docu, um, docu episode. Docu so, episode. So it's going to be a lot of footage. A lot of footage. And so um, it is one of those things where that will take away time from our shorts. And you know what? It's just something you have to do because you got to make money. You got to pay for your gear, all that kind of stuff. Um, so while we are focused this year, we, are, we still have to do our side gigs. Um, we have a couple coming up, and we just need to do those. Get them out of the way, doing the best of our ability. So it's hard to say what timeline we have for these scripts. I don't know. What are you thinking, Alex? A month? I was thinking I was thinking a week and a half, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna go um, with probably not. Yeah, I think a month is fair. Okay. Um because again, like I I mean I don't know. I don't know about you, but <clears throat> I can write a 15-page script in, like, a day. Yeah, I could do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not crazy. But, no. um I think it's just sort of like the honing of the, the story and the outlining yeah. that's going to be the the majority of the, the writing yeah. process. And I will be stuck doing most of the posts on this docuseries, so you'll have a little more time than I Absolutely. Will. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, a week and a half would be nice. Um, I'm going to say middle of February at the latest, hopefully, that I'll get my, my everything done. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Actually, um, you know, um, while we're on this, <laughs> so we talked about our New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. in a previous episode. That's right. Goals. Yep. Yeah. Our goals. Yep. Um, and one of mine, I had I had three kind of major ones. Okay. One of mine was to write more. Mm-hmm. And I- We cre- talked about best self and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I created this whole like schedule for myself. Nice. Uh, that included drawing in the morning. Yeah. Uh, writing in the afternoons. Wow, look at and you. then doing the VFX in, on Thursday uh, before you get to the studio. Okay. Um, and so far, I've been able to do two of them. The one I have not been able to do is the writing. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. Um, today was your first day to do the the, the VFX, though, wasn't it? Uh, yes, to actually like get on the computer and do it. But I was watching. Ah, gotcha. Watching gotcha. Them. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where I you gotta you gotta baby step into it because if you try and blow through it right off the right out of the gate, you're just gonna burn out. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where these um, these money makers. Yes. Get in the way quite a bit. Yep. Not just the side gig, but, you know, our main gig is somewhat um, so uh, fluctuating. Yeah. So it becomes difficult sometimes. Anyway, so that I think all that kind of stuff factors into the timeline, uh, what you got to think about. Uh, but I do think there's something to um, just setting a date and going with it because, like I um, was talking to Trevor about the other day, there is the Parkinson's law. Is yeah. that what it is? Did I make that up? Did you say you have Parkinson's? Yeah. No, no, no. That's me. No. Uh, um, Parkinson's law, I think, is um, work expands to fill the time. Meaning, yeah. Meaning if you give yourself five weeks to do something, it'll take five weeks. But if you give yourself one week to do the same thing, it'll take one week. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can believe that. Um, yeah, I mean, 
It's just, man, it's just so hard with Larry being Larry and not knowing what our schedule is there, and me having to be at Larry a little bit long, a little bit more during the day. Um, yeah, it, it sucks, but we'll, we'll get through it. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. We'll get through it, um, and that'll that'll change our timeline. But um, we'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah. Well, so the script is the script is our first thing. The script yeah. is our. So we're sitting about a month for the script. Yeah. Don't hate that. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I just am saying that to be kind of overestimate how long it will take me, but it should take me yeah. a day to write a fifteen-page script. Yeah. Like that. That to me is not crazy. That's not the hard part. No, it's just outlining it to where I like it because I am my biggest critic, and I'll be like, "Oh, this doesn't sound right. This sounds dumb." Yeah. Which is why I recommend having a writing partner, right? Because um, it helps. It helps. Yes. It helps. And so. All right, so let's just let's just move on. We got our scripts done. We're ready to go. What's next? Well, um, I think what we would probably do would uh, start to talk about budget. Yep, because you got to make it somehow. And talk about what the budget's going to be. Yep. Uh, put together um, either a full budget or some type of like top sheet. Yeah. Um, probably a full budget because you know with shorts, it basically is a top sheet. It's not super crazy. Um, so in that regard, I will probably be using, um, Gorilla Ah, budgeting, which is a piece of software that you can get. That's kind of like movie magic budgeting and scheduling, but for indie people, it's a little bit more affordable. Uh, I've been using that for several years, done several budgets on it and I like it. So probably do that and, um, just do a little bit of research into what we have to sort of rent yeah. what we have, yeah. um, how much we're going to pay people, mm-hmm. and uh, put, put it all together. Especially how long, yeah, how, where we're going to shoot. Yeah. One, of the, one of the shorts that we have, uh, we're going to utilize something, that our, our timeshare that we've talked about where we shoot out a cabin. Uh, yeah. we've, we've built it around that. So that's going to be a little easier in terms of the, the uh, location. But the other one, we're going to have to pay for locations and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to go with the crowdfunding. We've talked about different sources of revenue and do- different sources of uh, money for a budget. And, you know, the, the promise of Seed and Spark seems to be very encouraging uh, with their success rate. Yeah, um, it's definitely more geared more towards finishing funds and shorts than it is feature films because I don't. I think we were talking. I don't think I've seen anything over. How much did I say? Like hundred thousand. Hundred thousand get funded on Seed and Spark, um, yeah. and that is even very rare. It's usually it in is. the twenty to fifty thousand dollar range, if that. Um, Which I think is solid for yeah a short. for I mean, a short super solid. Yeah, exactly, and especially if we can. One of the shorts can be filmed at a location we already have access to. Um, and but, we already have all the gear, basically. Yeah, gear is not a problem. Um, you know, we, we have everything we kind of need for uh, the equipment side. And we have, especially for shorts, we have access to some professional actors yeah. that may not require us to pay them. Maybe. We'll see. And then uh, I think, yeah, because it depends on the SAG agreement that we decide to go with. Mm-hmm. but think sag new media probably or something like yep, that yep 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 i don't actually know what the short like what usually the agreements are for shorts i guess it's like let me based check. on the but is it the same agreement based on based on the budget, the budget? so like that it would be just weird. like a an ultra low budget let's see 
That's probably what less it is. Less than $50,000 le- and a total runtime of less than 35. Is what? It is. It, it has its own thing. It's called a short film agreement. There we go. Um, All right. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Effective Wednesday, August 1st, 2018. The short film agreement will be replaced with the short project agreement. Wow. So that's new. Yeah. Let's see. SAG short project agreement. Let's see. Production. Because uh, I know a lot of people used to do the use the new media agreement. Uh, that was kind of like a sketchy agreement that I feel like a lot of people abused. Yeah. yeah. But because, like, what is what is new media? A short is probably new media because it's not really being, you know. Is uh, it new media though? Because I mean, it's not like it's. Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, primarily, like after like a festival run, it's primarily going to live online. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here it is. Right sheet. Short project rate sheet is not coming up. Nice. Nice. Well, either way, I think we'll probably uh, figure out SAG and go that way. And then um, the reason I like Seed and Spark is because, well, they have the highest success rate for their projects that I've seen in crowdfunding. Which yeah, better than Indiegogo, better than... Uh, Kickstarter, Kickstarter because they actually are kind of hands on with and they help you put together your your page and your video. Mm-hmm. You send in your video and then they give you notes on it or like if you're planning the video, um, they'll help you plan it and all that kind of stuff to make the best project. But that means they're a little bit more exclusive about who can use the platform. So there's no telling whether we'll be accepted or not. Uh, but I think. Um, Probably have a good chance. The shorts um, have sort of a message that I think might align with um, the core values of the company. And, um, you know, we have the experience and track record to show that we'll actually make it once we get the money and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I feel relatively confident that that will be accepted. But who knows? Who knows? I think we'll be fine. I think, um, you know, they, they just... It's one of those things where they want it to be successful because then they get money because they take a cut. So, yeah, yeah, I I think it's one of those things where um, they just kind of guide you. Kickstarter is nice, but they're so hands off. So you got to think that, like, I think we'll be accepted Seed and Spark. Uh, Hopefully, you know. The other reason I like Seed and Spark is it's specifically for film. So all the people that are on it and like investing in, or not investing, but, um, contributing to things yeah. are people interested in films. Uh, unlike Kickstarter where it's, they're interested in like gadgets and things, you know? Yeah. And it, and that's why like there's so many random things on Kickstarter that people just find like going around and finding whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big believer in seed and spark. Um, and I'm thinking it's probably going to be the best, option for us. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go Seed and Spark. Yes. Um, and that is to get our budget. Uh, once we figure that out, we'll, we'll go from there and let you guys know. And it's actually going to be our first crowdfunding yeah. Yeah. thing because all the shorts we've done before, uh, we've raised financing or we financed it ourselves. Uh, raised financing being like through um, sort of like the family and friends method yeah. uh, of just and also uh, investors and stuff yep. like that. Yep. So, 
It'll be an experiment. We're excited to report that al- back on yeah, that. That alone is going to be an experiment. Like that alone is going to be an interesting way. We love analytics. We love you know uh, going into something and being like, oh, I wonder how this is going to work out based on this, this, and this, and kind of like taking our information, all that shit. Um, and so I'm actually just excited for that end of it to see how much we can actually raise through something like Seed and Spark. Yeah. Um, so the other, yeah. the other interesting thing about them is that they're also a distribution platform. Mm. Which I don't know, you know, I'm not expecting to really like make money from the shorts. No, I um, that would be crazy. Um, but it could be kind of cool to have them on there, and you know, which we'll talk about what our goals for the shorts are yeah, after. Exactly. But yeah, I don't. We don't. Neither of us expect to make money off of it. And so, um, if it's just, I mean, I would definitely like to see the numbers on the um, the viewership of Seed and Spark, um, just to see if it's worthwhile putting it up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an option. It's always good to keep things in house because if we uh, decide to go with Seed and Spark as distribution, they may be more likely to help us out to get the money. Yeah. So yeah. So we're, we're, we'll we'll keep you posted on that. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so after you get your budget, after you get your money, as actually while, while you're, you're getting, while yeah. you're getting your money, while you're doing your Seed and Spark is location scouting. Yep. Um, you gotta gotta find the places that you want to shoot. Yeah, and I'm thinking for the one that you're writing. Uh, Trevor, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that the uh, film commission is going to be really handy because, yeah, um, I don't know. I imagine it in sort of like a um, uh, like a government type building, you know? Yeah, I. It's this kind of I want to say futuristic. It's like near future kind of thing. Yeah. So there's like new technology we don't have now, but it's not like there's flying cars going everywhere. Right. Which is to help so that we don't have to do this huge production value and all that. Um, and so that being said, I always envision like almost like a rundown, not not a rundown, but like an old, not historic, but like an older building yeah. that inside is all futuristic, like they retrofitted a place. Right. And so we could do, you know, an exterior location um, that the film commission could help us out and maybe get it for free. Yeah. Um, because it's historic, you know, if we could find a historic place. Yep. Um, or And then in, in interior? Maybe, Who knows? Maybe the same. I mean, I think... Um, there's tons of cool stuff on the Film Commission yeah. website, and a lot of it is relatively inexpensive or free, and especially government buildings. Yeah. Uh, but then it comes down to having like a monitor and permit fees and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, you, you need that no matter where you go. Right. Um, so might as well, uh, you know, might as well get it, the location for free if you still have to pay for monitor and all that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything you can get for free is a plus as long as you're not sacrificing something to get it free, especially when you're doing a higher end yeah. short. Now, the uh, my the one I'm writing, yeah. like we said, we're planning on using a location um, that we have access to, mm-hmm. uh, which is this kind of like... Logging town cabin Logging town cabin type yeah. place. Uh, but what's interesting about that is um, we're, we're not going to have permission yeah. to shoot there. However, in the rules, it doesn't say anything about not shooting. Yeah. So I feel okay about it. Um, I'm not too concerned about it. We're not. There's nothing like. There's nothing like weapons, you know, or like, and it takes most. It takes place mostly inside. Yep. So I'm not. I'm not too concerned, but. Um, that one, I think we are kind of 
I definitely think skirting the yeah the rules for a any bit. exteriors that we do. Definitely have to probably bring a smaller camera than our V thirty five. Absolutely. Um, you know, maybe rent an LT. Um, wow. Or or even just like a, a GH5S. GH5S, because that's I mean, it's super not, inconspicuous. Super inconspicuous, and it's not. there's not that much outside. Yeah, there's not. So, I mean, I would be completely fine doing a, G5, a GH5S because it's Panasonic. It will match pretty well. V-Log should be... Uh, P, uh, P-Log? V-Log. Bear Cam, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was a company name. C-Log, Canon. Yeah. But they just go V-Log, that's right. Yeah. So weird. Panasonic, you're weird. Um, Yeah, so the V-Log, you know, it it should match up pretty good. The sensor's a little different, obviously, but um, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it should be fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, And especially since if we do it that way, I mean, you wouldn't have to match anyway because they're different locations. I mean, you're yeah. like one's outside, yeah. one's inside. And it's like, you know, you wouldn't necessarily long, know, notice if they're As off. long as you're not going interior, exterior in one shot. Right. Which we probably wouldn't. Yeah. Don't need to. Don't need to. No need to. So, uh, yeah. So that's what we're looking at um, for, for locations. We're probably going to do location scouting for the one I'm writing, and we pretty much have our location locked up for the one that Alex is writing. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, that's 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 gonna be interesting. That's gonna be fun, especially for this post uh, kind of futuristic. I guess can we say futuristic? Like kind of futuristic. It's a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi. I think it'd be kind of fun to do the 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 scouting for that to see what we could find in terms of like something. Yeah. Like if you guys ever saw Beyond the Black Rainbow, it was like the '80s kind of vibe. But then they go into those like old school. You know what it is? It's like um, Ex Machina. Yeah. The house is like ultra modern, but it's you know like a concrete house. It's cool and all that, but then it has this crazy lab area and stuff like that. That's yeah. what we're looking for. Pretty much. Uh, so if any of you guys know how to do, uh, no, if any of you have like a ex machina type house, just let us know. Yeah, uh, we'll throw you five dollars yeah, in the yeah, yeah, subway. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. if you have access to Alicia Vikander. Yeah, definitely hit us up with that. Um, Michael Fastbinder might not be a fan of that, but it's all for art. It's for art. It's for art. Um, Our producer what, named Art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, n- then you get into casting. Casting. Um, this is our biggest uh, kerfuffle in the past. Is it? I, yeah. I would say in the past yeah, we just probably. used our friends um, and yeah. each other and yeah, yeah. Um, Alex's wife and yep. just ten because it was just because again we didn't plan it out we didn't take the time we didn't have the, we didn't want to spend a lot of money so we just yep. called them favors all the time yes. um and you know so are you thinking for these we will actually do uh breakdowns and do auditions i think, I think we might i think yeah. we might just to get into that groove get some new peeps get some new peeps start a new network i mean yeah. we can always use people if we want to but i feel like uh for the one i'm writing because we're going to be sort of like camping uh-huh. and like living in the space that we're shooting together. Yeah. I think it might be uh, one that's suitable for someone that we have a previous relationship with only because it's like three hours away. It's like a... or Three hours away? Yeah, it's like four hours four- was away. I'm like three hours. Um, I was the one who got got speeding. What are you talking about? <laughs> three hours. <laughs> and uh, you know, a little, a little, 
a little adventure. Yeah, it's definitely an adventure. Yeah. Um, sleeping in a cabin with like questionable bathrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it might be, and really, there's only one main actor, and yeah. then and then a supporting actress. So I feel like. Yeah. I feel maybe like, me. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I I I wouldn't mind that at all. Just to make it easier on us. Yeah. But the other one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We should do the casting and all do that. Some actors access breakdowns. Yep. LA casting the whole deal. The whole shebang. Um, do some auditions here in our studio. Yeah. That's not creepy. Uh, which uh, my wife always talks about this. You know, her when she would go on auditions and um, it's, you know, a 50-50 <laughs> shot whether like it's in some weird place. And, what are you not. trying to say? I'm just saying our place, like, if if she got a, an audition in our studio, uh-huh. there would be a question as to whether she would come. Really? Yeah. I guess we are in Hawthorne. Yeah. That doesn't help us. Next to a karate studio. Karate! And karate. Uh, across the street from, from, like, nail salon. Like, I don't know. It's It's, like, kind of funky. It is funky. I'll give you that. It is definitely funky. Yeah, it's funky. It's funky. But you know what? We're goofs, so it's kind of one of those things where, like, if they make it here and they're okay coming here, that means they're probably going to be okay working with us. Yeah. Because we like to have a good time when we're shooting. We don't like to be all super serious. Exactly. Um, and so if they're if they're cool to, you know, get down with that, to come to our spot, then we know that they're probably a little bit easier to work with. Yeah. Not too up in themselves, as they say. Um, so, yeah, we'll do some casting for for mine, just to get some fresh blood into our group. Yep. Um, and uh, go from there and see if if we can find the next star. Yeah. Actually, that's what we'll do. We'll do a third project called Star Search. Oh, man. That's a good name. I wonder if anyone's ever used that one. Probably not. No. I, mean, I don't think. It'll just be really I weird interviews. That. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It'll be awkward interviews with children. And oh, then, God. Okay. <laughs> Keep and going. And then they'll do tricks. Okay. This has got so, really weird. That's a, that, let's put that in the idea bank. All right. We're going to put that right next to the other script. We have no idea who wrote or who came <laughs> up with the idea. But that's going to be there. All right. So next, <laughs> after, after casting. Um, this is where we're going we're gonna to go back into our old uh, bag of tricks for crewing. Are we? Yeah. I mean, we know. I mean, to me. What's our old bag of tricks? Uh, the people we've used in the past. Oh, I don't yeah, think we're going to totally. need fresh blood for this. No. Well, um, I guess it depends. I mean, I mean, our sound guy that we like to use. We have, we have like three sound guys that we could use. Yeah. I think our main guy, the one we've used in the past the most, is one that we'd be really interested in bringing on. Yeah. And I think he would totally be down for going up to the cabin. Like, Thomas seems like the kind of dude like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I think and so. Here's the thing. You know, I, it's funny. Uh, after I... After we got done shooting The Daughter, the movie that uh, we produced, our one of our main actors, uh, Tom Fielding, who dug a tunnel in his house, um, he asked me to talk to his class. He's a university, he's a USC professor of acting, and he asked me to come talk to his class. I showed up on my moped with my sweet helmet, and I was like, "What up?" Um, but he asked, people were asking like, what do you look for in an audition and all that? And I was like, well, most importantly, it's gotta be 
you, you gotta be you gotta nail your audition and just really play the the character that we envision for for the sh- the movie. An impossible task, by the way. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it impossible for yeah. someone to read your mind and decipher what you want? No, 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 no. They don't have to read the mind, <laughs> but they just they they were like, oh, they can play this part. They they read the script and came up with a character interpretation yes. that we agree with. They yeah, have to that, read my mind. Well, they do. Yeah. I mean, it's an impossible task. It's all based on luck. Like, That's true. That the interpretation that they came up with lines yeah. up with your interpretation. And also, I said that the best thing to do the uh, number the number two thing is to be able to take direction well. Yes. So be able to change their idea of what the character is based on our direction. Yeah. So then you, that's yeah. when you you look at them yeah. um, uh-huh. pensively and then you say, everything you know and, and trust, change it. Yeah. Yeah. Everything and you then just see did, what they do. Yeah, everything you just did, do the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also said, for especially for the daughter, because we were sleeping like half people were sleeping in the cabin we were shooting in the other half were sleeping in a rented cabin i was like you have to be somebody that we think we can get along with because we're spending every waking moment with you yeah and i feel that that for this the short year uh writing is kind of the thing is like do we you know the crew that we bring in not just the actors but the crew we bring in are we going to be able to hang out with them because there's no real place to go up there other than the cabins Oh yeah. Um, so they're oh, gonna yeah. have to they're be people. Stuck. Yeah, they're gonna have to be people that we can get along with and just kind of. It's only gonna be for like a couple of days. That's true, but still, can you imagine like being up there with a crew member you don't like and all that, and it's just like awkward as you're like four or five of you sitting around. Yeah, it, it'd suck. Um, and so this is where we kind of go into our. So I guess you're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it! Damn, nailed it! Woo! <laughs> 2019 Alice has got laser, laser, <laughs> laser. Pew, 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 pew. laser focus on those jokes. Ow, ow, ow. Um, you just like, yeah, you just like lob that to me. Yeah, so the sound guy we definitely are gonna bring up, and I, you know, I'm cool with Thomas. Thomas yeah. seems like a chill guy. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think we're gonna bring up any other crew for that one, though. No, that one's gonna be tight because, again, it's Point. like it's a very small location. The um, sleeping arrangements, yeah, minimal. It's not a huge cabin. I wish it was a bigger cabin. We could probably get one of the bigger cabins because it's winter. We could, but there's a special feature outside of the cabin that yes. plays the main part of. But we nece- don't necessarily need to be in that cabin. In that However, cabin. it might be weird to be uh, creeping around someone else's cabin if we if somebody's up there. That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're kind of like that is true. So the cabin we are looking at, I think, is a. It's got two bedrooms. Two bedrooms with three beds. Three beds, uh, and, a, and couch. a couch. Um, so yeah. So it's pretty limited. So it seems like breeze coming. <laughs> yeah, it's breeze coming. Um, but so yeah, so that's that's where we're stuck at. Um, with that, but for crew, I think we're going to stick with our normal people. Um, you know, for the short that I'm writing, it'll be local, but the guy that we've worked with in the past, really like him. Um, yeah. his rate is basically comparable to everyone else. Yeah. Might get a, uh, a gaffer. Yeah. Which for, would be nice. For mine, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe even, uh, a camera operator. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Um, I don't think we're going to need two cams for it. No. Um, so the camera operator would be huge. 
just so that me and Alex could step back and Alex doesn't have to operate the camera, but he can still do his, you know, DPing and, and, and figure out lighting and all that and what he likes and what he doesn't like and, and all that fun stuff. But yeah, um, I think that is one of those things where, you know, you, you see all the time when people like directors are working with the same first AD. Yeah, which we DP. should get one of those too. Oh yeah, God, that'd be great. And then also uh, Scripty. Scripty would be great. Please, let's get a Scripty. Yeah. I mean, um, why not? Go all out. Might as well. Uh, so yeah, um, that is that is the crew that we're looking at. Um, basically, our same peeps um, that we've always had. Um, don't see any reason to change. Uh, we've been lucky enough to work with some good ones at Larry that we've also worked on narrative stuff with, and they're great. So mm-hmm. we'll stick with them. Yeah. Um, and then it's uh, scheduling. This is the this is the uh, this is actually where our crew may change. Right. This is where everything might change because scheduling is one of the most difficult Mm -hmm. unless, I mean, this scheduling is the thing that becomes way easier when you have money. Yes. um, To pay people. Uh, When you don't, it becomes very difficult because not only do you have to like nail people down, but there's the possibility of them flaking. Or getting another gig. Getting another gig. Yep. uh, Or just not showing. At all. Yeah, which would suck. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a real possibility, especially, if it, it, you know, if we could pay them a little bit, that'll help, but we're not going to be paying them tons, though, that they, they should feel bad at all being like, hey, guys, I got to bounce. I got a full-paying yeah. gig. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, again, with the scheduling, mm-hmm. well... I do have guerrilla scheduling as well, which does the strip board and all that. I'm thinking, though, about hitting up the studio binder and trying that out because it's a pretty nice, it's a pretty nice little interface. You can do the scheduling and call sheets okay. and um, uh, you know, like spit out reports for like props and all sorts of crazy stuff. Keep your contacts all organized and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and it seems pretty cool. I'm thinking that. Only because Gorilla is a little clunky. I don't know. I like I like Gorilla it. Gorilla seems like it hasn't been updated in forever. Yeah, exactly. It's like. I mean, it, it has. Yeah, but, but it, it feels, needs a new look it feels like a piece of software from the 90s. Yes. Um, yes. And it operates like something that is from the 90s that you're trying to run on your modern computer. Yeah. And it's just like... Visual basic for those who know computer language. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Um, And so, I don't know, it'd just be nicer to have something that's easy and uh, pretty to look at and intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm down for that. I definitely want to check that out. Um, Just because, you know, I cannot let things go. So this whole time we've been talking, I've been also trying to figure out and nail down the ultra, the, the short film. Yeah. It's 125 day rate. 125 day rate. Not bad. So it's the same as the ultra low budget rate. Got it. The short film is. So uh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, scheduling, scheduling will be tough. Um, it's one of those things where the one short up, the short you're writing is kind of, is it, is it, I would say it's an easy shoot. Yeah. We could probably get it done in a weekend, and if we needed to, we could do pickups at some other weekend. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we would have any problem shooting it in a weekend. No. Friday, Saturday. 
easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident we could shoot that, so I'm not too worried about that scheduling. It's kind of like whenever weekend works for you guys, and a lot of people, a lot of like sound and crew people don't. Well, since it's probably going to be one sound guy, one crew guy. Yeah. Um, they don't usually work on the weekends. They usually, they usually, their gigs are usually Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, and so it'd be pretty easy to get him in for, um, yeah. Uh, get him in for the weekend, so I'm not too worried about that. The other one is a little bit bigger scale, but it's local, and we may be able to pay people a little bit more. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, scheduling, I'm not too worried about that. I think that would probably take maybe a week shoot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, depending on... Depending on how big of a scale we go with that. Yeah, if we keep it really centralized... Um, you know, I'm thinking maybe two, three locations. Yeah. Um, house, medical, and then the lab or the the confined area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Um, maybe hit up the old. Um, no, that hospital wouldn't work. That's too much of a hospital. It needs yeah, to be we like don't a, want it to be a hospital. Like a. Med- it's almost like. Um, did you ever? Well, no, I don't think you saw it. But there's a. Uh, <laughs> what are you trying to say? Yeah, you didn't see it. He didn't see it, guys. Um, what? Homecoming. No, goddamn! I hate you. <laughs> uh, You're right. I didn't see it. You should. Uh, you should check that out okay. because it's not a lab. It's not. Uh, it's not a scientific place necessarily, but mm-hmm. it's like these people staying in a in a place that is sort of like it has that um, like government vibe mm-hmm. and. But they've tried to make it seem appealing, but at the same time they can't leave. Type of mm. you know, like they're yeah. Stuck um, there. I don't know if you saw it. No, you didn't see it. No, he didn't see it, guys. He didn't see it. Are we talking about Homecoming? Because <laughs> I I am the one that saw it. Damn it! Um, <laughs> no, if you uh, did, you ever see Legion? Yes. Damn it! <laughs> it's like that, like the 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 hospital he's in in the beginning, where it's like has like, a, like common, a mental hospital. Though. Yeah, but it's also but it's because they have. Because some of them have abilities and all that, like it seems like it, it's more homey. Slightly different, yeah. It's slightly different. So kind of like that, where they want to make it seem like you're not held there so against like your will. Sterile. Yeah, held against your will, but uh, uh, but you are held against your will. Will so they yeah. kind of make it seem like homey. But just to let you know, we have, we can lock this down in any goddamn second. Yeah. Um. So something like that. Um. And we'll have to find that, and we'll we'll see. I, I would like to keep it to three locations. Uh, no need to complicate it and make it overly confusing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we'll go from there. That's that's the goal um, with our scripts is to simplify them. Yes, I'd say. Oh God, yes, absolutely. Um, so, for us, the overall goal of these shorts, and uh, you know, one is. We have been running into this problem where we are starting to ask people for money. Yeah. But not just through uh, Film Financer, but right. directly. We are starting to put packages together and, you know, put, you know, we're starting to ask for significant money, 500000 to a million. And we're realizing that we don't have anything to show that we can make something good for 500000 to a million. Yeah. Um, we because, have- like we said, we've been in television. And doing uh, talk shows and and doing shorts uh, by the and web series and by the skin of our stuff. teeth yeah. on the weekends that doesn't really give you any real confidence. 
Yeah. That what we can do is really kill it. We know we can. But we have to show the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's one goal is that we want to show when we when we go send out our package of movie ideas to somebody who has five million dollars to potentially invest in five movies. That hey, guess what? We're going to make these, but look what we can do. And we did this on a budget of twenty thousand. Or look what we can do with this. And actually, to help Alex do his. Uh, his VFX uh, resolution. I think I'm going to put a little VFX in. Not simple VFX, but some VFX in this other one. So just so we can show, like, hey, we can do these VFX at $20,000. Yeah. So no pressure, Alex. Like some, like some lava? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be... It's, it's uh, the near future where the entire world is covered in lava. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's super near. Yeah. Super near future. Super close, guys. We're all going to be lava The blood moon soon. is coming. <laughs> That means lava. <laughs> it's lava. Um, so yeah. So I mean, for me, one of the goals of the these shorts are is just show somebody, hey, we can make some stuff. Yeah. Uh, we can we can do this uh, if you just trust us with your mega millions. Yeah. Yeah, and then also I think um, a more sort of um, egocentric goal. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd say would be to uh, send it off to festivals and hopefully get. Some um, laurels, yeah, and recognition and yeah. uh, viewership, and yeah. just do that whole thing uh, with them because that's always fun. Yeah, and I think f- specifically for mine, uh, I think Alex is possible as well. It, you never, never say no if somebody wants to take that and finance it into a feature film. Yeah, I definitely think we could take both ideas and make them a feature. Um, we could make yours. Uh, I mean, if we had you know two million dollars, we could make it a giant, like multiple location kind of movie where yeah. searching for this and searching for that. Um, mine could just be a bigger, bigger, grandiose idea. Yeah. Um, and I would. So I mean, yeah, we we definitely don't want to like limit it to that. It's only a short, and it's only going to ever be a short. Granted, we're not going into it thinking that right when we're done with the shorts and we're, we put them out there, we're going to make those as our first movie. No. I mean, no. but down the line, maybe maybe we will. Um, and I should also point out that um, 2019 goal as well is to make a feature. Yep. So, and not one of these shorts necessarily as the feature. No. So, separate. Yeah. But a uh, probably micro-budget or low-budget feature. Yeah. Um, so... There's that as well because yep. we're not necessarily just going to wait around and hope that our yeah. shorts uh, get us something. We're going to keep trucking and do our own thing. And also to be uh, kind of, you know, career oriented, we're hoping that, you know, another side effect of these shorts would be getting us gigs uh, in terms of like somebody hiring us to do a movie that we have nothing to do. You know what I mean? Like, we our dream is to write and direct and produce and hell at one point fund our own movies but we're not gonna like snub like down Manite. yeah like Manite which if you guys haven't heard Manite has been funding his own movies since uh The Visit The Visit um and so he's been like he has like a giant ranch in Pennsylvania and he's been taking out uh mortgages on that and paying it so every time he's you know this movie for six million made twenty million he's getting a lot of that yeah. uh, a lot of that um but, um, you know, if somebody were to come to us and say, hey, I have a movie that's fully funded and looking for directors and I like what you guys did with this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, get an agent, maybe. 
Uh, you know, yep. we we definitely have this mentality of going at it alone. Not alone, but going at it our own way. You know, we didn't want to do the whole, like, and this may sound super arrogant, we didn't want to do the whole be someone's assistant and work your way up and do this and this and this. Um, but that doesn't mean we don't want to have an agent to get us projects and work for us uh, on getting us their next gig that gets us moving on into the film world um and this these shorts will just uh hopefully help us with that uh the goal has always been to do our own stuff but if uh this leads to other things that make it easier to get there you know a little side trip a little shortcut to get to the end goal of doing our own things and so be it yeah that'd be sweet yeah yeah so i think that'll do it yeah, I think that's it. That's the the uh, that's the anatomy of our shorts, and so you can kind of do that, kind of follow the uh, the same trends for your short. Yeah, and um, then also we'll be giving you some updates here and there, and you yeah. can see how it's coming along. You guys will all all three listeners, all three of you listeners out there, will be our kind of billow buddies. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can yell at us and tell us that we need to You're step like, it hey, up. Hey, where's that short you guys are talking about? And then I'll show you my sweet Bermuda shorts that I talked about right now. Yeah. And some sweet pictures on yep. the No Budget Filmmaking Podcast some website. Flippy flappies. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just killing it that way. But yeah, uh, you're going to be our kind of billable buddies. We're going to have to come every week and tell you how we've been uh, working on our shit and, uh, you know, been... Uh, moving it forward if we have if we haven't um then you can yell at us even more um but we're gonna that's our that's our 2019 laser 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 focus uh you guys are gonna get really annoyed with that all right so let's move on to what's cool yeah so we've talked about um artlist.io yeah we have we've talked about soundstripe uh I don't know if we've talked about Ben Sound or if we've talked to the free about the free music archive, but there's another player in the game, folks, and that is Keyframe Audio. Yes. Now this is the same kind of thing as uh, Artlist and Soundstripe, and it is yeah. a royalty-free um, subscription, subscription-based yearly subscription. Yeah. Of what is it? Thirty-nine euros. I think it's or 30 pounds. euros. Is 30 pounds or uh, 30, euros? 30 pounds. Let's 30 pounds, yeah, per year. Um, it's I'm looking at it right now. 30 pounds per year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's euros. Is that euro? That's euro. Oh, well, we don't know because if they're based <laughs> in the UK, guess what? <laughs> Brexit's going to mean it's a pound. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it is... Um, it is, you know, it's just royalty-free mu- music you can use for anything. Social yeah. media, films. Um, and the way it works, they... So, if you were to license um, songs, let's say from, like, Musicbed, I feel like is one of the most popular ones. Yeah. Uh, you license each individual track, track. Uh, for a certain amount based on the usage. So, yeah. if you're doing it for a wedding video, it's going to cost less than it will for a feature, a TV show or like a feature or just, yep. you know, something like that. Um, and those can cost like 300 bucks, a thousand bucks or whatever for a song. You, yeah. If you use 10 song. songs in your, sh- in your movie, that's $3,000. Uh, but these subscriptions, you can use, uh, you know, anything that you download from it in any project whenever you want. Yeah. Um, and the, Annual fee covers it, yep. and the license is you know perpetuity. You yeah. don't you don't 
That's you, what's kind of crazy about it is if you yeah. if you if you buy the the year and then you just download everything, like everything, you could theoretically legally cancel use it all yeah. forever. I guess they're they're just they're banking on the fact that they're probably going to be constantly updating the music. Yeah, and you're going to be wanting them new tracks, those new hot beats. Um, the fire. <laughs> <laughs> well played to pull your mouth away completely from the mic. Um, yeah, and so we've been listening to all these. Um, for those people who have Digital Juice, um, uh, we use Digital Juice a lot. Their music selection is very lacking, very digitized, very synthesized. Um, then you have the top of the heap in terms of the subscription base, which we feel is Artlist. Um, mm-hmm. And that is $300 a year or 200 $200 a year. $199. And we feel that uh, keyframe audio from listening to a couple of their tracks is right in between DJ and and uh, Artlist. So, you know, Artlist sounds like some damn fine music. But keyframe audio has some really good tracks too, and the price is significantly less. Yeah. I mean, wait until this Brexit deal and the euro and the pound just drop, and you'll get it for an even better deal. Because right now... Uh, 30 euros is $34.19. So $34.20. Not bad. For Not a year, bad. Not bad. But when shit goes, hits the fan, it could be 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. Who knows? I don't know how inflation works in currency exchange rates. Me neither. But, hey, you never know. It could just be cheaper. I don't know cheaper. how the economy works. It's all fictional. <laughs> yeah. It's all fake money, people. It's all digital now. Uh, but yeah, Speaking so... Speaking... Uh-oh. Of price drops. Uh-oh. Transitioning away from that, because I think they get the idea now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're sick of um, me rambling on about it. Panasonic has just announced that there's a $1,000 price drop on the EVA 1 mm. camcorder. Camcorder. Uh, which drops it down to 6495 bucks. It's not bad. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, same sensor yeah. as our V35. Wrong. The LT is the only one that has the same sensor. Correct. The EVA does have the dual ISO, though. Yes, slightly but it's a smaller, different. Smaller sensor? Uh, different sensor. I think it also um, has different software in it or firmware in it. That okay. If, maybe I'm thinking of the. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because it, it only does. Um, uh, what is it? 420 or something? Or no. F- yeah, I think it only does 420. No. Stuff like that. And then also it uh it uh I think No it the, does four two two. Oh it does. It does four two two ten bit, yep. Nice. And then I think maybe I'm wrong here again, because I know the uh the GH five S dual ISO is at a different point. It's like four hundred and twenty five hundred or something uh-huh. instead of eight hundred and five thousand. This one is different. It is eight hundred twenty five hundred. There we go. Um, so it is a little different. It's a little bit different. Um, but it um, it's a nice camera. We we got to to go to a, like a special thing that uh, Panasonic was putting on for the announcement of the Evo One and play around with it a little bit. I like it. I like the Evo One. It's a really yeah. nice camera for the price mark, and I will never, ever speak up against dual native ISO. It's just butter. I will never either. The only thing I don't like about it uh-huh. is the um, design of the body. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. Um, it's kind of clunky. It's kind of um, next to the Ursa Mini, yeah. one of the 
ugliest camcorders <laughs> I've ever seen. I mean, the side panel is just horrible. It's just literally all buttons. Yeah. Um, I don't love it. I, but, hey, you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah, as long as it shoots in it, and, and we love our V35, so we are big Panasonic fans. Yep. Um, yeah. Speaking of cameras. Okay. Red came out with another one. Kind of. Kind of. Um, yeah. Good luck, guys. Um, on their reduser.net forum, the uh, Jared Land announced a new camera by simply putting up a picture of it. And That's what right. it was is the Red Ranger. Yeah. And it's only rental. So it's not going to be for sale. Right. One thing that the picture shows is that it has a lot of the things that you would normally have to buy uh, accessories for right on the camera. Which is like, why don't, why don't they make the cameras I like don't, that? Because they want to sell more accessories. <sighs> it's annoying as shit. Red. Exactly. Uh, but it also, they pointed out that it looks kind of like a, a trimmed version of the Panavision DXL2. Oh, that thing looks sexy. It is definitely trimmed. And, it, uh, you know, one thing I like about the DXL2, though, is the screen is a little bit bigger and things are just spread out more, which is why I don't like the Evo 1 body design because it all seems crammed in. And this yeah. seems a little crammed in. Um, it but, does. But it's it not does. bad. It's not bad. Um, it kind of has the form factor of the Alexa Mini. Yeah. In terms yeah. of you know size yep. and whatnot. Um, now, they have not released specs on it and they have not released um, a price point because remember um, that Red kind of combined everything into three sensors. So right. there's three sensors and they uh, and then you have different configurations for those sensors. So it sounds so like the, the Red is, Ranger will, will they have different configurations of the Red Ranger? Yes. Um, oh. it sounds like it's gonna have all three sensors versions, depending on what they want. Um, but it says here that it has the red monstro eight K sensor. Where did I read that it was going to be? Hold on, hold on. Maybe I read it on a different place than you read it. Maybe. I'm looking at it right now. It says that no, I'm re- it has I'm looking the at same it. sensor as the Panavision DXL2, yeah, which shit. is the Red Monster 8K, which has 16 stops of dynamic range, 16-bit raw footage, sports native ISO settings of 1600 and offers recording in up to 60 frames per second in 8K. Yeah, it actually 8K, looks like 8K, 8K. <laughs> it actually looks like where I saw it they didn't they haven't updated it at all. They haven't updated it with that uh, information. So you're right, the one you found, link you found about it is more updated than the one I found about it. There we go. Um yeah, so it uh it looks like it's going to be rental only at uh red approved rent uh, rental houses um and it's going to be Custom built to order, so you're gonna have to contact Red if you're a rental house that wants to get this in your arsenal. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't think any of it can beat the uh, Red Helium or the Red Xenomorph that they built for David Fincher because that thing looked sick. Um, that's probably my favorite looking Red of all time. Actually, the DXL2 looks pretty sick though. Too. Yeah, that one's pretty dope. That one's pretty dope. So yeah, that's interesting. I I was reading the uh, uh, older article. Um, and it did not say that it was a Maestro. It said that they figured it was going to be the Helium, Gemini, and Monstro, and it was going to be custom-built, so you could have either sensor on it, depending on how much you wanted to pay. But <laughs> looks like it is... The, they may do that. Who knows? They yeah. always change up their minds, but... Yeah. So, um, yeah, check that out. If you are renting a Red, you might be able to get one that you don't need to rent all the accessories with as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's see what else we got. I saw Sure launched the MV88+. Okay. Plus. 
video kit, which is like a, a little microphone. Looks similar to the, the Rode Video Pro mic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, it looks like it's it's meant specifically for um, working with a smartphone setup. Yep. It comes with a little tripod and a smartphone mount and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you could easily use it for a different type of camera. They have like a little cold shoe thing and whatnot, but it looks pretty nice. I mean, I, if you're going to make a a film or like a project on a phone, or even if you're just going to vlog, you should probably consider getting a different microphone because the, the microphones on the cameras on your phone aren't the best. Um, and you know, even I would say, uh, the road version of, of this microphone isn't the best. So I'm interested to see how this one pans out because it's not, uh, powered, you know, unlike, Mm -hmm. uh, unlike the, the microphones that are on a camera that have like a, its own battery that sound really nice. Um, the road version didn't have that and I tested it out. Um, and it's not great. You know, because yeah. it doesn't have the power behind it. It just is not as good of a microphone. That'll hurt you. Yep. So I'm wondering if they've fixed this. Okay. And uh, they've made a microphone that kind of beats that one in terms of the sound quality. That'd be great. I mean, as as camera phones get better and better, um, you're just going to see people throwing away their can- they're Not throwing away, but just turning to that for quick and easy videos. So you need a good mic for that. Yeah. And that'd be, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Uh, I, I don't has it been released yet or is it just it was at CES I okay. don't know yeah so they, they really don't have any hands on experience with it yet um, but it looks cool I mean it comes with the little the little tripod which I like um, and I, I I mean any external mic is better than the camera the phone mic so it's going to be an improvement True. so I'll take that um, I got the Silencer Air Plus wireless follow focus system all right. So there was the original Silencer Air. Um, you know, it's small form factor, compact all in one wireless motor unit and trigger, one unit, one finger. So you kind of just go back and forth, kind of like a rocker switch to change your focus. It kind of looks like the old, like um, if you ever used like RC cars. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's like a, a trigger yeah. for the accelerator. That's damn well what it is. Um, and now they came out with a Silencer Air Plus system. And what it does is it has, uh, it's configurable. So it has different um, different motors based on what lenses you're using. Like a, a belt drive or a gear drive or a pro gear drive for cine lenses. So the belt is for like those infinity lenses that don't really have a stop on them. And they just keep going and going and going. And then uh, the gear drive is just for that with, uh, you know, your city lenses that have, uh, you know, with a DSLR. So it's a little bit lighter. Um, so it has the, the motor that can run those. And then it has the pro gear drive for the city lenses, the big ones on your like C300s and above. Um, and now it has a full on wheel instead of just the rocker switch, the RC car rocker switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it, it uh, has the plus dolly kit, which can make it turn into like a little little dolly. A little remote control dolly. A little remote control dolly for your DSLRs. Or, with, and a turntable kit. And a turntable kit. Yep. Which is nice. I mean, 
I'm surprised at how much I've been using turntables this past you know few years when it comes to you know all that yeah. stuff I did with Pocket Watch where it's like shooting yeah. products and yep. toys and stuff. Yep. Uh, so that kind of that's kind of cool. And then the best part is that it is not it's not that crazy expensive. So the basic package is nine twenty five, which includes a motor, the dial, and the trigger. And then if you want to get the pro gear drive, which is like for the bigger uh, geared cinema lenses, it's extra one twenty. Not bad. The dolly kit is one ninety, and then the turntable kit is one forty five. So not bad. Not bad. Not bad. You could probably get it all in the bag for under fifteen hundred dollars, which isn't bad. Um, and so um, that's kind of cool. Um, we'll see what the reviews say about that when it starts coming out and people start buying it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. The what? last one. Oh, yeah. The Insta360 Titan. Oh, man. Did you hear about this one? I did. This is yeah. crazy. This is a cinematic VR kit uh, camera that has eight micro four thirds cameras that can record. It records 11K. That's insane. Um, 10 bit That's insane. Oh, video. That's insane. Um, they say cinematic VR video, but what does that mean? I don't know. But. Um, <laughs> This is for your your serious um, VR people that are trying to do live action stuff uh, with much higher detail than you can get with uh, other rigs, and um, it seems pretty legit. I mean, it's got it's got a lot of features. Uh, it has um, stabilization, it has onboard stabilization. It's crazy, um, and it has this thing called Crystal View, which is their sort of proprietary playback technology uh, because that's uh, like one problem with VR if you're doing it the old school way with like the GoPros and whatnot Mm -hmm. you can't watch it you don't know if it worked or not (laughs) you have no idea (laughs) we know that from experience yeah Um, (laughs) so you just have no idea so it's nice to be able to like playback stuff in real time that's awesome uh, with the headset and all that kind of stuff Uh, really cool but it is a whopping $15,000. You know, it's for a while we were doing, we were dabbling in VR. Not that crazy, but we had some ideas for VR. And it's crazy how much, how all in some people are on VR. Yeah, I, I don't quite, I'm not, I'm not quite on board with VR when it comes to things beyond video games. Yeah, I'm it not. Makes, so much sense to me for video games. Oh God, yeah, and those infinity like infinity treadmills, like so that's cool. that's what I've always wanted. I'm like, you know what, VR is not going to really take off unless I can walk in place forever. Yeah. Um. But. But uh, and we've worked on some live action VR stuff, and mm-hmm. to me, it just it's not, it doesn't quite work. Yeah. I feel like it's something that people could make work maybe a couple times, but. For like a uh, an industry being built around like making cinematic narrative uh, VR, I don't see that happening. Now, I do think there's the experiential mm-hmm. VR possibilities where it's like you're setting it up at like a like Woodstock, yeah, type of thing. You know? I think live events it would be good. Yeah, to that feel you there, and yeah. I also think. Um, you know, one of the things we had talked about was VR within, like, classroom settings. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. But, I mean, it, it, if it tells you where the industry's going in terms of VR, Jaunt shut down. 
That yeah. was the original. Was a, but that's what they always say. The first you, always goes. The first always goes, you know. You want to be the one. Uh, Who makes the first better. Yeah, like, exactly. Does, does what the first one does, but much better. I mean, I still. That did not surprise me, I guess I'm saying. No, me neither. Because I just, I don't see it as a storytelling form other than video games, like you said. But also, they make it so difficult. So there's also that, um, what is it, Nokia? Or yeah, that it? Nokia VR. Let me check it. You keep talking. Um, they all have this weird, or as of right now. The Ozo. Yeah, they have this weird proprietary, like, stitching junk. That was the same with um, with the jaunt. It's the same with the Ozo or Ozo, or however you say it, um, where it costs a certain amount of money to render it. Yeah. At, and you have to use their special software to do it. Well, I remember uh, Brandon was telling me that at the beginning, you would have to take all your files and upload it to jaunt. Yeah. And they would do it. You wouldn't. You couldn't even have like like a jaunt software on your computer that would do it. You had to uh, send it to them online. I think that's the same with with the Ozo because yeah, I think I know you can view it, but I don't think you can render it out in full resolution. Without- I mean, I'm sure you can do it live because that's what they push it for is for live events, right? But like, if you want to do it after, like, I doubt. Yeah, I don't know. There's, it's just crazy. I don't know why they would do that. I, so, uh, if if anything. I hope this Titan uh, doesn't do that. Well, how does the Ozo Ozo? How much does it cost? That one was exp- it was like sixty grand, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, back in the day, it's probably not that anymore. No, but I mean, yeah. So fifteen K um, sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, that does sound amazing. That's a that's a steal, as they say. Um, and one more thing before I forget. I'm just going to do it real quickly. If you guys have not seen the trailer yet for the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Totally took me off guard. I was thinking it was going to be some cheesy-ass thing. It's Sam Elliott, so that got me in. In. But then it's just like, holy shit, this is a ridiculous title, ridiculous concept, but it's well done. Nice. Now, the trailer had some moments that were cringeworthy when they used the music, and I was like, okay, this sounds like a cheap, and looks like a cheap trailer. But for the most part, it's it's uh, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm in But we'll, we'll, we can talk about that later you Guys just go watch the trailer The movie is called The Man Who Killed Hitler And Then the Bigfoot Check it out It's pretty cool um, But we'll leave it at that Alright Alright that's gonna do it for this episode Thank you so much for joining us You can get the show notes for this episode By visiting Nobudgetfilmmaking.com Slash episode 37 And don't forget to hop on over to iTunes And subscribe to our podcast And while you're there Give us a 5 star rating Please pretty please Pretty please if you feel so inclined if you have any filmmaking questions ask away in the comments section and we will try to answer them to the best of our knowledge also don't forget to head on over to fearlessfilmmakers.com to join our growing community of filmmakers and uh, you can chat us up over there leave us comments send us messages tell us how you're going to laser focus laser 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 alright alright that'll do it thanks guys we'll see you next time peace